listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. Thanks for being a part of this month's episode. It's so good to have you. Hey, if you're new, uh, make sure you leave a review wherever you're listening to this at. And also go download the leader guide that goes along with each episode at johnbarrettleadership.com under the podcast menu. And uh, you can go check out all the other episodes we've been covering as well. So it's so good to have you here today. We are going to talk about a principle and a tool that is so powerful if you want to create an innovative culture in your organization. In fact, I'm call it wow before how creating an innovative culture. So that's what it's about here today because we've got to be innovative. Just a few podcasts ago, I did a whole um, lesson, a whole teaching on kind of three ways to be innovative and how to uh, build a culture of innovation and that. But today I want to unpack a tool that helps you do that because we've got to be innovative. Listen, things are moving too fast in order to get lost behind. So this is going to happen. If you don't keep updating, you're going to outdate. If you don't keep doing new things in your organization and your mission and what it is that you're you're doing, then you're going to get behind. You're going to outdate. And if you're not careful, here's the challenge on this, is that you can get so far behind that it's going to take too many resources and capital and time and energy to get caught back up. And it's very difficult to do. Listen, I mean, if you go from, you know, uh, a VHS uh, to the DVD and then, you know, going into streaming and doing that. And if you're still back on VHS, then you're going to be way behind. I mean, you got to go through all kinds of, of iterations in order to get up to, to catch up with culture. So in your organization, you've got to ask yourself, are you keeping up with new ideas? Listen, the world is changing. I don't know if you've known this yet, but the world is changing and the world has changed. And if you keep doing the same things you've always done, then you are not going to get the result that you think you're going to get. In fact, you can't leave the new with the old. It just can't happen. I mean, new challenges require new solutions. You can't just keep doing that. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to run out of date. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast before, the ham principle, right? There's a great story of a young couple that just got married and and Thanksgiving was coming up. And so the wife said, you know, I want to cook a Thanksgiving meal and do a ham like my mom did. And so the husband said, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. So they went out, got a ham. They cut the end off of the ham and uh, the wife did. And then she got ready to put it in the oven. And the husband said, hey, wait a minute. Why'd you cut the end off the ham? That, that's good meat. She said, no, this is how you cook a ham. You cut the end off of it. That's how you're supposed to cook hams. He said, why? She said, I don't know. My mom taught me that, and and that's just how you're supposed to cook hams. He said, well, that's odd. Okay, well, interesting. Why don't we call your mom? I've looked on Google, and I can't find anything about cutting the end off of a ham. So let's call her, ask her. So they called mom up and said, mom, why why do we cut the end off a ham? She said, well, that's how you cook a ham. And they said, well, I know, but why do we do that? What's the purpose of it? And so the mom said, well, that's how my mother taught me is you got to cut the end off the ham in order to cook it right and get it all good. So they said, all right, well, thankfully, Grandma was alive, so they went and they called Grandma. They said, Grandma, why do we cut the end off a ham when we when we cook it? And she said, well, that's easy. My oven was too short. What? You know, I mean, w- wait a minute. We're cutting the end off of a ham because your oven was too short and you didn't have room for it, and now we're just practicing this? Now, listen, here's the great principle in this, this ham analogy here is this. That solution, it, it solved the problem at the time. The oven was too short. You cut the end off the ham. It was a great solution. In fact, maybe it was innovative at the time. But that solution doesn't keep solving 
problems down the line when you've got new challenges. New challenges require new solutions. And I think a lot of people are still cutting the end off of the ham in their organization because that's the way that it did it. It solved a problem years ago, but that problem has evolved and it's changed. And the culture and the dynamic and the market has changed. So now there needs to be new solutions. So we've got to create an innovative culture. Listen, I always say this. You're only one idea away from a major breakthrough. Listen, one idea away in your organization, in your life, from a major breakthrough. All it takes is one idea, and it can change everything. So I want to help you. How do you create an innovative culture in your organization with your teams? How do you do this? How do you create a team that is always thinking into the future and brainstorms and is, it has this ability to be creative and innovative in what they do? Listen, here's the deal. Innovation requires an ecosystem that fosters ideas for growth. Listen, that is so vital. You have got to create an ecosystem in your organization of innovation. If you are going to have growth, then you need ideas. Well, how do you get ideas? Well, you got to have an ecosystem that generates good ideas. Most organizations don't have a good ecosystem. They don't. It, they're, they're, it's not an innovative ecosystem, that's for sure. I mean, they're, they're cutting ends off the ham like they've always done, but they're not creating a culture in, a, in an ecosystem. Listen, if you want something to grow, you've got to make sure that it's in the right ecosystem. You can have a great thing, but you put it in the wrong ecosystem and it may not survive. And I think that there's a lot of great ideas in organizations. There's a lot of great ideas that employees have. But when they bring it to the organization, they bring it back to the boss or to the, the head person or they bring it back to the team, it gets killed. It gets shot down. It dies in the ecosystem because the ecosystem isn't supporting new ideas. Are you with me? Now, you have got to create an ecosystem. As a leader, it is your job, your responsibility to create an innovative culture that has a great ecosystem for growth. That means that you're open to ideas, that you welcome ideas, and in fact, you're looking for new ideas, and you allow people to bring things, and this idea doesn't get killed in the ecosystem because the ecosystem can't support it. No, the idea is grown and gets fostered because it's in a great ecosystem. So if you're going to build a creative culture, you've got to create the right ecosystem, and I'm going to help you on how to do that, all right? Because you can't change the future if you don't have new ideas. You're not going to do it. You're going to start to outdate and you're going to start to become uh, um, uh, irrelevant in what you're doing because you're not going to keep up with it. So you've got to make sure that in our ecosystem that it, it, is, it is one that is intentional, one that we put time and energy in to do it. All right, so I'm going to give you a framework. In fact, it's wow before how. This is the framework for how to create an, an ecosystem, an innovative culture that has a great ecosystem where new ideas are, are, are coming to life. New ideas are being fostered and in, in they're moving forward. Because here's what I know. New ideas are fragile. They come at us at a very embryonic stage. And if we're not careful to allow ideas to incubate and develop, they're never going to fully mature. Too many great ideas get killed before they even get, get birth and they're able to even grow into something amazing because they get killed in the ecosystem. And why? It's because we put how before the wow. We start asking how we're going to do that before we start wowing that idea. So you've got to start with wow before how. If you are going to create a great ecosystem, you have to wow ideas to life. Now listen, 
I love this. Albert Einstein said this, the famous inventor. If at first the idea is not absurd, then there is no hope for it, right? I mean, we are all about absurd ideas. I mean, just come up with something and, and throw it out there. Because if you want an idea to have hope and to be a game changer, sometimes it comes really absurd. Or it comes really just crazy looking. You're not sure what it is, right? It's very embryonic. You're like, I don't even know if that's an idea. That thing is weird looking. I don't know. What, what is that all about? Listen, ideas are incredibly fragile. So you have to wow ideas to life. Literally wow them to life. And it takes some wowing. Because if you start howing that idea, you're going to kill it. You're going to suffocate it. You are going to absolutely destroy that idea because you're howing it to death. You've got to wow, wow, wow. Go on with that. Tell me more. Wow, that's an interesting idea. That's really out there. Wow, that, that, where did you come up with that? Come on, unpack that thought just a little bit. Listen, you've got to foster this ability to, to how or, or to wow uh, ideas to life. Listen, if you knew how you were going to do everything before you did it, you wouldn't do very much in life. I mean, if you knew the how before the wow, I mean, if you waited for that, you're, 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 you're never going to get it usually. And who ever has the how before the wow? I mean, it, we never know how to do it. In fact, most great ideas were like, wow, they were kind of like Einstein said, absurd at first. Oh, wow, I don't know if we can do that. I mean, think about Netflix when they approached Blockbuster at the time to say, hey, listen, do you want to buy us out? We think that there's a market here to stream movies instead of rent them out. And this was brand new. Blockbuster looked at him and said, uh, stream movies? You mean like digital, like down, like on the computer, like through the internet? They said, yeah. And Blockbuster said, listen, the, the broadband is not a common thing. It's not going to happen. There's no market in that in the future. And Netflix, all they did was say, listen, they approached them, and it was three days worth of profit for Blockbuster to buy them out. Three days worth of profit. I mean, that was chump change for them, and they rejected it because they said, no, they're, they're, there's no way. They didn't wow that idea. They said, how, 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 how? It's not going to happen. They never wowed the idea, and they, they killed it. They said, no. Well, guess who's around now? <laughs> I mean, Netflix has become the largest entertainment uh, organization out there just about, and Blockbuster is no more. I mean, they're done. They went out of business, right? And they could have bought that out and owned Netflix and taken that and wrote it into the future, but they didn't because they howled it to death. How are we going to do that? Nobody has broadband internet. Nobody's going to do that now. How, how's that going to work? Oh, I can't work. Forget it. They didn't wow it to life. Listen, if you knew how you were going to do everything before you did, you wouldn't do very much in life. So listen, the how never become, comes before the wow. And how rarely even comes with wow. I mean, it never comes before, but it rarely even comes with the wow. So we've got to make sure that we get ideas generated. You will not generate ideas in your organization if you're not wowing them to life. Listen, Thomas Edison, the famous inventor, said this, to have a great idea, have a lot of them, right? I mean, if you want a great idea, you better get a lot because it takes about 50 ideas before you get the one that really is great. But if you don't wow ideas to life and give them time to kind of mature, then you're never going to get there. You've got to allow time for ideas to generate and get some lift in them. I mean, come on. Some people might just kind of throw out an idea in the room and say, well, what if we did something like this? And again, if you go to the how really quick, you're just going to kill that idea. And that idea may be kind of weak. It may be kind of, you know, like, ah, very embryonic. Not really sure if that's, you know, a very strong idea on that. But here's what you got to do. Wow. Okay. Hey, keep going with that. Unpack that. Hey, what does anybody else, what if we did that? 
What else could we do with that idea? How could we take that to the next level? What is it that we could do? Let's unpack that thought. Wow, wow. And as soon as somebody starts coming in and say, well, how are we going to do that? You just stop and you say, no, 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 no. Wow, wow this, wow this. Come on, give it some time. Now, that doesn't mean that every idea that you wow is going to be amazing. You may wow that for a while and you may get to a point where you just say, okay, I think we've wowed it enough. Now we need to move on to the next step, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But you've got to make sure that you allow time and that you allow some time for ideas to maybe get some lift, maybe get some growth, but maybe they, you know, maybe they don't make it. Maybe they're just not strong enough in, in order to survive in that, and so you kind of let it go. That's okay at times, but you've got to wow. You've got to wow. So you've got to ask yourself, are you wowing ideas in your organization? When you're trying to figure out solutions to problems, when you're trying to figure out new processes that will solve some problem that you're having, and you're trying to figure out how to get the ham into the oven, so to speak, for today, not from you know, 30, 50 years ago, but when you're trying to figure it out today, you've got to be able to say, okay, let's wow this. Come on. What do you got? What do we got? All right, let's go with that. Let's talk about that. Unpack that. Explore that thought. It's amazing to me when I look at the movie industry and a lot of creative um, different industries out there to see how much is on the cutting floor. I mean, to see how much effort and time got put in to developing a scene and wowing this whole dialogue and even going as far as to create a set for it and blow it up maybe if it's an action movie and, and doing all this. And I mean, millions of dollars in time and energy and, and effort put into this. And guess what? It gets chopped on the cutting floor. It doesn't make the cut to the end of the movie because it just didn't fit. Now, You've got to do that. If you think a movie sets out and they only know what they're going to film and they only you know budget for that exactly and they never have any extra or whatever, never wowed some other ideas, then then that's crazy. No, no, no. A movie can nobody can ever set out to be that exact. You do you leave things on the cutting floor. So when you wow ideas to life, that doesn't mean that every idea is going to make it in the in the final version of it. But you've got to allow time and energy and budget and, and, and effort to go into maybe some of these scenes in your organization, a product or a process or an event or whatever it is. You've got to allow time for that thing to wow a little bit to see where it goes. OK, so here's some tips on how to wow. Right. How do we do that? How do we wow, so to speak? Right. So here's the deal. Here's just a few simple tips. Build on ideas rather than tearing them down. So when somebody throws out an idea, instead of saying, well, no, we can't do that. That's crazy. This is this. What about this? How do we do that? Again, how, 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 how? You just build on it. You say, okay, well, let's, let's take that. What, what can we add to that? What can we do on that? Let's build on top of it rather than tearing down every single idea that comes out. And you've been in meetings where someone has thrown out an idea, and, and, and it's like an idea assassination, right? I mean, it's like those uh, pigeon, you know, like when, when you're uh, shooting. And, uh, you know, the clay pigeon kind of things or whatever. You know, it's like fire, release, whoosh, it goes into the air, whoosh, you know, shoot it down immediately. Right. I think that's how a lot of brainstorming meetings go in organizations where, you know, it's like someone fired out, you know, the, the, this deal and uh, up in the air and all of a sudden whoosh, somebody shoots it down right in mid flight. Right. And they're like, yeah. Right. They cheer it on like, yeah, let's go to the next idea. You know, it's like, no, 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 let's build on this. Give it time. In improv, this is so cool. In, in improv, when they teach improv, like improvisation and acting and those kind of things, one of the things that they teach is a principle, and this is so vital, like this is one of the most foundational rules for improv, that it's always yes and. So you always agree with your partner when you're in this improv moment. You don't disagree with them and say no because it shuts the scene down. 
So when you're in improv and say you're just coming up with a scenario where there's two people and someone says, oh, my goodness, we we uh, 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 got in an airplane uh, crash and we're on this deserted island. I can't believe it. How did we get here? You know, and the other person can't look and say, no, we're not. We're 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 in a stadium full of a you know, arena full of people in a in a you know, basketball game. I mean, it's like what? I mean, you just shot down the other person's idea. Now it's awkward. The audience doesn't know what's going on. You're disagreeing. The other person's got to switch gears. So there's a rule that just says yes and. So when the person says, oh, my goodness, we're in an airplane crash on a deserted island. How did we get here? The other person said, yeah, I know. Isn't this crazy? What are we going to do? We got to go find water to survive. And then the other person doesn't say, no, we don't. We don't need water. We need to first just take a nap. No, they, they're going to say, yeah, that's right, we should go get water. But, oh, my goodness, there's no water on this island. It's only ocean. you know. And so you get the point. It's yes and. You have to keep the idea moving forward. So you accept the idea, yes, and, and then you add to the idea. So when we're uh, beginning to build ideas and wow them to life, we've got to say yes and. Okay, yes, got it. Sounds, okay, let's go with that. Well, what, what else? What can we add to this scene? What can we add to this process, to this product, to this event? What can we do to keep it going? All right, so build on ideas rather than tearing down by saying yes and, not no, moving on, okay? So, and then here's another little tip. Collect all the ideas that come out because you never know. When one idea that came out may not fit this application, but you never know later on where it can fit another. There's a thing called the combinatorial effect in creativity. It's amazing. It's, uh, we might even do a podcast on it one day. And it's the whole idea that most ideas come from a collection of multiple ideas that get mashed together. Right. Look at Star Wars. I mean, you know, George Lucas gets all this credit of just being amazing with Star Wars. If you actually go back and look at a whole bunch of the serial uh, kind of comics from from when he was a kid, George Lucas. I mean, he literally just took ideas from that. That that amazing sequence in the beginning of Star Wars with the text, right? Da 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 da, da. and all of a sudden the text is coming against Star Wars and the yellow letters, and it's you know kind of shooting back in the distance as you read. Well, that all came. That's a whole rip off of, of a serial comic from years and years back in the, I think the 30s or something, where they did that. And George Lucas just said, that's a cool idea. Let me just kind of do that and redo it. So all ideas are just a mashup of, of other ideas. So you want to collect all the ideas that come out because you never know that, that, that down the line when you're planning another process, you may go, you know what? This idea that Jim had in this meeting a while back for something else actually fits right now. So you want to collect ideas. Don't just let them kind of get lost and forgotten. Don't wow ideas to life, and then they're, they just kind of get lost, right? And you're like, well, I don't even know where that thing exists anymore. No, write them down, collect it, have a system where you can kind of bring that, put it out in the open so that you, ne you never know where that idea may come back around later on in the, in the, in the meeting. Okay, so you wow ideas to, to life. Wow before how. Now, after you've wowed ideas, you've got to get into the how eventually. Right? It's not that you don't ever how ideas. You have to. But you've got to wow before you how. Listen, it's okay to how ideas, but you got to make sure that you've given them time to wow. Now when you get to the how, you've got to begin to understand how to do this, right? So make sure that you never ask how before wow. That's the first rule. But when you get to the how, you begin to explore possibilities, right? And you begin to say, uh, how can we do this? Not how can't we do it. How can we, if it was possible, if we had the budget, 
and we were able to do that idea, how can we do that? What would it take for us to get there? Right? So you use those ideas, that combinatorial effect. You take other ideas and you work with the how and you explore possibilities, right? Because you don't just find solutions, you create them. Nobody just finds solutions. No, no, no. You have to create them. That means that when you how ideas, there's a process. You're not going to know how to do it all, but you can't just abort an idea just because you don't know the how yet. All right? Stay with it, right? And listen, when you ask how, by the way, this is just another side note. When you ask how in a meeting, when someone has wowed an idea and you ask how, make sure that you say how with a question mark and not a period, right? Now, I'm going to do a lesson one day called Leadership Grammar. And you ever, have you ever seen people that make a statement by asking a question, right? They say, how are we ever going to do that? I mean, the tone of that question was not a question mark. It was a period at the end. They were making a statement. They were basically saying, that idea is ridiculous, and I don't know why you shared it, and frankly, be quiet, and we're moving on. That's what you really said with that, right? I mean, that wasn't a question. So when you ask how, you, you, you've got to make sure that you don't kill an idea just because your how is so kind of violent, right? I mean, you're saying it with a period, not with a question mark. How needs to go like this. Okay, I, I got that idea. So how do we make that happen? What do we do? What would it take to, to get there and to, to take that next step in, into that? Right? I mean, that's a true question mark. I mean, I'm truly seeking to understand here. I'm not saying, how are we ever going to do that? So when make sure that when you ask how, you say it with a question mark, not a period with your team. you got to teach this to the team because there's a lot of people that put you know exclamation points and periods at the end of their so-called question, and it kills the mood of the room right? You don't want to do that. So here's some tips on how to how, okay? So I told you some tips on how to wow. Now I'm going to give you some tips on how to how, right? Number one is this, define the problem. You have got to get to the root problem if you're going to get good solutions, all right? Charles Kettering, the famous inventor, said this, a problem well stated is a problem half solved, right? When it's, half, when it's well stated, you're already halfway solved. If you can get to the root of the problem, you're going to get to the solution. So define the problem. Get to the root of this thing. Figure out what it is that you're dealing with so that you can begin the how, what it is that you need to do, right? So that wowing of an idea starts to get some life, and now you begin to say, okay, how are we going to do that? Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty on the real problem here on how we're going to make it happen. Let's define it. The second one is this. Stick with the problem. Stick with it, right? You Sometimes you don't know the how immediately. Sometimes the how is painful. I mean, you, it just it's not becoming clear on how to do it. But don't abandon it. Stick with it. Listen, Albert Einstein, you've heard me say this a, a lot. Right? I love the quote when he was asked, why are you so much smarter than everyone else? He responded and he said, it's not that I'm so smart. It's just that I stay with problems longer. Listen, he said, I, when most people give up, I stick with the problem longer than anyone else. And that's what sets me apart. Too many teams, when they're trying to bring innovative ideas to their organization, whether it's a process, a product, or an event, or whatever it is, is, is this, they get stuck on how to do it. And so they just give up. They say, you know what? This is too hard. We're not getting any ideas. Let's just go to the next one. Go to the next thing. Forget it. You can't do that. You've got to stick with it. How sometimes takes a while. That's why you've got to explore. In fact, it leads me to my third kind of tip on this is test the problem. So you define it, you stick with it, but you got to test it. 
You got to begin to kind of work at this thing. Listen, the how sometimes comes through variations, right? I mean, it's like, you know, you don't really get to the how until you're at like 2.0, 2.3, 2.5, 3.0, 3.1. I mean, then we're kind of starting to get to the solution on this. But you got to you got to test it. You got to stick with it and you've got to work it out. Listen, Thomas Edison also said this. I love it. One of my favorite quotes by him. When you've exhausted all possibilities, remember this, you haven't. Oh, drop the mic. That's good. When you've exhausted all possibilities, remember this, you haven't. Listen, there is always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way, right? I mean, you've got to test the problem. You've got to go after this thing and work on it. Don't wait for the perfect solution on the first try. If you're waiting to have the whole how figured out for the wow idea, then you are, you're going to be a little bit shocked and disillusionment here because it sometimes is a progressive solution, meaning that you've got you've to stick with it and you've got to test this and work with it. And sometimes the how is progressive of how you've overcome this and figured out a new way to do it, okay? But make sure that you figure out ways that you do the how well. If you do the how bad, if you do the how in an unhealthy way, you're going to kill the wow ideas. Are you with me? Stay with me. All right. We always wow before how, but eventually we have to get to the how. But we've got to be careful how we do the how so that we don't kill ideas in that process. So make sure turn we can't into how can we, right? We can't do that. No, no, no. How can we do that? What would it take? Let's dream. Let's talk. Let's explore the wow. Sometimes you got to go back to the wow in the how, right? Somebody may come up and say, well, we could do this. And you kind of go, okay, that's a little absurd. And you might need to wow that. Like, okay, that's an interesting solution to that. Let's wow that. And so now you're kind of back to the wow, right? See how this kind of works back and forth? Like it's not just a sequential, you know, bam, bam, bam. It's sometimes you, you get an idea in the how of the solution that you kind of have to start wowing that. But again, if you'll just shoot down that and say, well, we can't do that. No, no, no. no. How, how else are we going to do it, guys? I mean, again, here's what you've done. You've taken an idea that is a how and you've not wowed it. And so you've killed it again just by asking how or just shutting it off. All right. So make sure that you do the how well. Now, third thing, and this is the last one is this. Once you have wowed ideas to life, now you've howled them and you've worked on it and you're progressively working on it. In that meeting, you've got to get into the now, right? So we wow, we howl, and then we get to the now. That means we've got to move ideas into action, right? We can't just wow ideas and howl them and talk about what we're going to do, maybe even test and beta some things, but then never really turn it into actionable things that we're going to do. So you've got to move into the now at the end. Eventually, you've got to move ideas into action. That means you've got to think steps, not destinations. Progressive solutions, progressive solutions, right? They're not all going to come at once. So make sure that you work on this thing, right? It's one door that leads to another, that leads to another, that leads to another, that leads to another. So when you get to that now part, you got to remember that you've got to turn ideas into action. Here's a really simple kind of way to do this, right? You, at the end of every brainstorming session or whenever you're, you're working together to be innovative or solutions or whatever, you've got to end the meeting with what are our next steps, all right? And listen, it's so simple. Here's the formula, right? This is what you have to answer for everyone in the room. And the answer may be nothing, but you may find that this answer will give you a lot of accountability for the next meeting is this. It's, simp- it's so simple. Are you ready for this? Here it is. Who 
does what by when? All right? Let me say it again. Who does what by when? You need to fill in those blanks, right? So Jim, he's the who, does what? He's going to do research on this software that might be able to integrate with ours in order to take us to the next level. Okay? By when? Well, we're going to have it done within eight days, and he's going to bring it back to our next meeting at 2 p.m. when we have our innovation meeting that we're going to talk about this. Right? It's so clear. Who does what by when? Jim is going to research the software to see if it can integrate with ours by when? Eight days at the next meeting at 2 o'clock, he's going to present and bring it back. That is so clear. Rather than ending a meeting saying, okay, guys, I think we got some good ideas. Let's all, um, let's just kind of think about that. Let's, um, you know, just rest on that. We'll come back together and see where we're at. Well, uh, that's going to go nowhere, right? Or, you know, you end the idea and say, wow, we've really wowed a lot of ideas. We don't really know the how, but let's think about that. And when we come back together, let's try to think about it. No, 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 be specific, all right? Jim, what are you going to do? Who, by what, what or, or who does what? Jim, you're going to think about the next steps, and then you're going to bring them back to the table next time by when in our next meeting. So you've got to wow before how, and then get to the now. That's how you create an innovative culture. That's how you create a great ecosystem. And I'm telling you, if you'll begin to practice that, and you'll bring this to your team to think about you are going to start creating incredible solutions. You're going to start bringing life to great ideas. You're going to understand the process of how to be innovative and create an innovative culture. I hope this was helpful to you guys. If it is, listen, leave a review, share it um, with someone that needs to hear it. Share it with your team so that you can all practice wow before how and even say that statement in a meeting. Hey, I think we're howling before the wow. Make sure you get there, guys. I hope this is helpful. We'll see you next month on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.